Hey band style, the Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour is coming back to the Forge Theatre and Arts Hub Saturday the 18th of March 2023. It's on like Donkey Kong. Get your tickets now either on the rewind80sband.com website or direct with the Forge Theatre and Arts Hub 03-51-52-1482. We'll see you very soon, band style. Because you know what? Jitterbug. Sammy Hard on, and I've got a special guest in the studio in the band room today. Jules is one of our patrons. How are you? Hey, Sammy. I'm oh, good, look, darling. We've, we-, we, well, we have asked you to come in. Yeah. Because we need to do a show tonight, and we were just having coffee. We were. <laughs> and I said, do you want to do a show? Jay isn't coming tonight. We're going to do uh, some shows with him tomorrow. So, yeah, here you are. So here I am. How long have you been a Patreon for? Oh, since the start pretty much. Yeah, you have been. Absolutely. So we are going to do today – I wanted to do this topic last week with Jay but he had his birthday last week because he's an Aquarian. So I wanted to do a celebration of Aquarian rock stars, really. Well, happy birthday, Jay. Yeah, happy birthday, And we miss you tonight, babe. That's right. So we are going to do a show today just so we can put something out for a Thursday night and it's called The Age of Aquarius and you must all know that fantastic song. This is the opening number for the Aquarian people. (laughs) 
harmony and understanding. I'm very tempted to sing along, but I'm not going to do that to you guys. <laughs> oh, that's your Why job. Why not? We sing badly on this show. Hey, uh, you're a Capricorn. I'm a Gemini. You're a Gemini. That's right. We were talking about Capricorn yeah, before, though. I've got an evil twin. Yeah, but Gemini are good. Gemini are good. You've got two sides of you. Yeah, definitely. But you pretty much meet both sides of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and is in astrology you have a lot of sort of signs in your chart and this is we're looking at the sun sign of Aquarius. And I did want to look at this because both my parents are Aquarians and you've mm-hmm. met my mum and dad at gigs. Yeah, they're awesome. And they're always at gigs. They're very creative yeah. Aquarians, aren't they? Yeah. And they live life a little bit differently. And a lot of these artists we're going to look at today do that exact thing. And they're pioneers as mm. well. If they allow themselves to do creatively what they want to do, uh, they can be incredible artists, which is awesome. Uh, Age of Aquarius, I used to sing that at all my theatre auditions from hair because it's from hair obviously. Yeah, yeah. And it was a hard sing. Like no, it's a it big be. sing but such a good song. I attempt it in the car when it comes on but – yeah. Luckily I'm alone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, well, I can't, I don't have an excuse, but I remember being about 19, 20 and taking this in for auditions. I would be going for something like Starlight Express or anything that was out in Melbourne or Rent or whatever when Rent first came out and I used this song and Irene Cara's Out Here On My Own to audition. And firsthand I can tell you this song's a big song, Age of Aquarius. Oh, yeah. So you can imagine the age of Aquarius. During the age of Aquarius we had like Woodstock. So we had that, that's the feel we're going with. Yeah, flower Pe- power. That's and- right. Flower power, um, just being free loving and hippy-dippy na- <laughs> loving naked people. Do you know many Aquarians besides my parents? Not really. And Jay? Not and really. Cookie? I do have a cousin who, it was actually her birthday yesterday. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, well, that's why I want to put this out tonight because it's only three days. We've only got three more days yeah. until we go into another star sign. But we're going to look at some artists that are Aquarians and, man, they're really cool, mm. really cool. And I also just want to give the Rewind 80s people a bit of a heads up. We will be doing Bird's Basement in the city in Melbourne. That's to be announced very soon. Sookie Lounge. Now, you came to the Sookie Lounge the other night. I did. Awesome night. It was an awesome night. night. We're going back. It was actually a very good night and thank you for everyone that came to the Sookie Lounge. I think there was about 180 there, which is really good because their marketing guy, not so good. I mean, It was a phenomenal night. Yeah. And everyone had fun and, yeah, I recommend anyone come along. Yeah, so we're just looking for another night and we will be back at Sookie. Um, Pseudo Echo News Kids is sold out at Crown as we speak. That is on the 17th of March. And I've got my ticket. You have. Are you excited? <laughs> I can't wait actually. Yeah, yeah. So Pseudo Echo, the show is a two-hour show. It's yeah. a long ride, yep. you know, and we start off with the Tomino Park, then we go into Love and Adventure and then we do Race, which yep. everyone loves, and then we do, of course, Funky Town, Nutbush and all that stuff. But come along, it's a great, great gig mm. for two hours. And 
for some reason everyone's loving palms at the moment and coming to palms. I think you could be Humphrey B. Bear and fucking fill palms at the moment. I was there a couple of weeks ago. You were. Now <laughs> tell me about that show. I went to see Legends in Concert. Is it Legends in Shithouse? Some. Mm. I don't recommend the Cindy Lauper girl. Right. Yeah, no one um, can do Cindy. Yeah she, yeah, she was pretty terrible but then she was followed up by the Sher impersonator. Who was incredible. Was amazing. She yeah, was phenomenal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cindy looked a bit fucking, I don't know. Cindy had a scowl on her face all the time. She like looked like a drag queen. She wanted to kill you. She'd sort of look at you like you were stupid, Cindy. She didn't yeah. mean it. Yeah. She used to squint her eyes and look up at you and like, yeah. ah, you're a dickhead. But the impersonator looked like, more like a drag queen impersonating her. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Which well, if she was a good. drag queen, I would have appreciated that more. Yeah, you would have exactly. Mm. Drag queens were a lot more interesting than yeah. she getting a fucking orange wig on and yeah. what was her voice like her vocal her voice uh, it was okay but she it was like she was trying too hard oh really yeah absolutely yeah she's not easy cindy no uh so awesome and you who else was in the cast uh there was elton john he looked all right he was good um oh who's the other one Tina Turner was okay. Oh, Tina Turner was there. Yeah. Jesus. Um, right. I'm oh, not a Stevie fan. Stevie Wonder was really good. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, and well, that's good. Michael Jackson and Elvis. Speaking of Stevie Wonder, he was on the fucking award show the other night. Did you see it? Yes. I don't think he did. Oh, my God. I know. And who drove him Sorry. there? Sorry. see that either. I just had to. But man, he was on what are the what are the awards called that were on the other night? Fucking stupid things. They're shit now. Not the Grammys. The Grammys. The Grammys. Yeah, yeah. where Beyonce won. Well, she bought yeah. a fucking yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. Fucking, I don't even know a Beyonce track anymore. Uh, well, look, it's all a boys' overrated. group. Yeah, overrated. Anyway, um, the Stevie Wonder Stevie Wonder came out and did high ground and was fucking incredible, mm. and just outshone. Everyone outshone everyone yeah. at the awards. It was like, please. And all those young kids weren't even watching and I'm like, man, you need to watch this. Show some respect. Not even that. Like, You're fucking shit. Wouldn't you want to watch people that are better than you to learn something? They don't give a shit as long as the money's the eyes on them. Yeah. If it's not about them, they don't care. Mm, yeah, crappy, eh? So anyway, that was a, a thing that I loved Stevie Wonder on the Grammys and I think I think a lot of the R&B rappers were on as well but I didn't get that far. I watched the first song with some guy in a jeans and T-shirt and went, what the fuck is he wearing? He is the highest money earner of the year and we're going to look at one of the other highest money earners of this year in this list mm-hmm. who's an aquarium. Yep. We fucking hate him, but he's just everywhere. <laughs> and um, who else? Sting. Sting came in at $330 million, uh, the highest earner in music. So a lot of them are selling their back catalogue now to whatever, Spotify, because you're not making money off Spotify. No. Making fuck all. So if they sell their back catalogue, they're becoming really big sort of earners. You know, Taylor Swift came in at number eight, top ten. I mean, if Taylor Swift comes in at number eight, that's pretty fucking – and everyone was just people that have had, you know, music out in the 70s and the 80s. Mm. 
Yeah, so, oh, look, on to Sookie though again. We had a big night at Sookie. $5 mm. fireballs. I heard you've had oh a couple of them. Oh, my God. I was introduced to the fireball. Right. And during during the week I actually went to Dan's and bought myself a bottle, so good luck. Bullshit. Good luck to the neighbours. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's beautiful stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. $5 shots. You'd only need four and you'd be off your nut. I had two and I was off my nut. <laughs> well, see, Sookie used to be Ruby's lounge. I remember. And they've really done it up beautifully. Yeah, There's they a have. whole back area. Did you go out in the back area with all the ferns and the chairs no. and stuff? No. Fuck, it looks beautiful. No, I'm not very well coordinated with stairs and there was a lot of stairs uh, in that place. Oh, yeah, so I am not either. I tend to fall down yeah. them <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's not a pretty right. sight. <laughs> yeah. So they've done the back area up. The sound is incredible. They've got a new system in there and the stage is still the same size but we all fit on there. We had to put Maddie to the right. I was actually wondering when I got when you guys started, I'm like, where's Maddie? And yeah. then I think two or three songs in, I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we had to put him on the side. Yeah. Because we did the seven piece there. Yeah. Because I've got to keep the seven piece going for the theatre shows. Yeah. That's another thing we've got to talk about. Theatre shows, um, we are going back to Bendigo next February and we're doing the Frankston Arts Centre yeah. in February. So all the stalker fucking 80s cover bands that want to follow us in there, Get fucked because I'm sick of hearing about you. Fucking Sammy, when are you coming back? There's this other 80s band, this shit. That's all I get. Well, if you get people like me who travel to places like Sale, Bendigo, Shepparton, I've been to them all. You have. You know, I wouldn't do it for just anyone. No. And we have fun. Yeah. And we've become really good friends. Yeah. And you've just ended up in the audience and then now you're on Now I'm stalking you at your house. Love it. Killing my cat. Boiling the cat. Putting the pussy. Watch out, Jasper. She'll put you in the water. No, she oh, won't. Oh, dear. Um, no, no, no. No. I, most of my friends have actually come from bands or the audience. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it's interesting because you just meet some amazing people. But when we do sail, which is great. Yeah. I've been to every sail gig. Yes. Yeah. We stay in the same hotel and have yeah. a drink and we've got Jules and Andy up there and yeah. my mum and dad and meet up for breakfast in, in the morning. morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. So it's yeah. becoming a little bit of a community. And both time, uh, the last two times I've made sure your dad's gotten across the road safely. Oh, exactly. He doesn't look. <laughs> he just walks and talks. Yeah. And turns around and watches shit. Like, I, oh, no. Nah. Can't do it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mum's all right. Dad just walks. And, yeah. But look, he also knows what he's doing at the same time. He just yeah. can do, I don't know what happens there. But yeah, so Bandstyle is our next one. Did I mention that? On the 18th of March. Yeah, the commercial was that. Yeah. So Bandstyle on the 18th of March is just selling, starting to sell now. There's only three or four weeks until that show. Mm. And that's going to be a ripper because that is such a beautiful – that's probably one of my favourite theatres. It only holds about 360 but it's so good. Great sound, awesome theatre and we have fantastic hotel. We stay in afterwards and just have some drinks. Like we start, we do a share house thing. Yeah. So it's awesome. But um, well, let's start looking at some Aquarian artists, I think. Let's do it. So the first one uh, is a guitarist 
and everyone knows who he is already, the, <laughs> the uh, guitarist fans of this guy, one of the most amazing guitarists. And this is what I mean by Aquarians. They will not only master things, they create something that's new. Yeah. Something that hasn't been tapped into before. And we're going to start looking at this this gorgeous guy. Van Halen. Happy birthday for this last month, Eddie. 26th of January, 1955. Oh, Australia Day. Oh, is it? January oh, 26th, yeah. God, wow. Unreal. So um, he died, though, on the 6th of October, 2020. It wasn't that long ago and we all remember that. It was horrific. It was. We did do an episode on the 80s montage on Eddie Van Halen with Zach Zedris, who's in Chocolate Starfish and a very good friend of his. Oh, not only that, he was in Rewind Addies at the start. Um, so Eddie is a true Aquarian. He also, for little astrologers out there, has a moon in Aquarius and he's Mercury in Aquarius. Okay. Three fucking, wow. Mercury, sun and moon in Aquarius. He's pretty Aquarian. Venus in Sag. He would have loved to have travelled and done all that. Mars and Aries, beautiful. So true, three, uh, Sun, Moon, Mercury in Aquarius, that's pretty hardcore. That's three, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he was an innovator on guitar. Oh, absolutely. And I love doing this song with Rewind Daddies because we, it's not a song any band can do because it slows yeah. down, it fastens up. Not only that, to play it live there's the keyboard riff, which is amazing. There's the guitar and then there's the drums and the timing. Mm. I just watch people when we do this song and they just go, oh, this band knows how to play, you yeah. know, because we don't track it. And some songs we do need to track and not afraid to say it because some wanky bands will go, oh, you fucking track it, you don't know what to play. I've watched bands that say that fuck up tracks so badly that I want to whack them. If you need an arpeggio and a track like a Depeche Mode arpeggio or rock set, the look has got an arpeggio, which is like a do 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 You can't play that physically. Yeah. It needs to be on track. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. Basically with Jump It's Fully Live and I watch people watch the band and they love it because it's magical because it's everyone has to work sort of in opposite directions in that track. Mm. And I remember someone saying to me, oh, you should really – pull it out and I'm like, nah, man, this is a showcase for the band. I've mm. got to do it, you know. This is what showcases 
the band because Van Halen were a fucking good band. Not only Eddie Van Halen but all of them, Yeah, you know. So Eddie Van Halen, January the 26th, 1955, he died unfortunately on October the 6th, 2020. The next one we've got is um, oh, our favourite person, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Who would have thought? Here we go. That's about all I could – I love that song though. <laughs> it is a pretty good song. That's his best thing he's yeah. ever done. So it wasn't Phil Collins that was in – it was, wasn't Phil Collins that was in the highest paid earners this year. It was Genesis. Oh. So Genesis have obviously just sold their back catalogue and I think they made 200 and something million. Unbelievable, Mind isn't it? So even if you're an artist that was around the 70s and 80s, doesn't matter. You you're still going to make a fortune because you have this back catalogue that people still want to hear. Yeah. In the nineties and the two thousands, mainly the two thousands, no one's going to give a shit in fifteen years or you know forty years. So they've just made a fortune again. I'm just going to look at old Philly's astrology chart here while we're on on the move. Phil Collins. Now I know why he sold his back catalogue because he's not in a good way at the moment, the old filly. January the 30th, 1951, 12.05 a.m. There you go. Now these astrology, I'm just looking at my favourite sort of thing, moon in Scorpio. Okay, so he's all his emotions, so his sun sign is Aquarius, his moon is in Scorpio. All his emotions are very Scorpio and this song is very Scorpio. This would have been when the chick, his wife would have fucking rooted around on him and he's just tapped into that, that fucking dagger. I can feel it, you know, that Scorpio energy. So that makes a lot of sense. But his Venus is in Aquarius as well. So oh, maybe he wasn't much of a rooter. Venus and Aquarius, they tend to be a bit, oh, you know, I'll do it next week, next week you know, maybe. Mercury and Capricorn. Capricorn is very businesslike. He may have been a fantastic communicator when it came to negotiating. Mars in Pisces. Well, Mars is how you assert yourself out into the world. So if you were in a desert with a lion, say, how would you react to that lion? How do you reckon you would react to that lion? What would you do to save yourself from getting eaten? Yeah, I'd probably shit myself and die. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Now, I don't know what your Mars is in, but a Mars is how you um, go out into the world. Yeah. And I've got a Mars in Virgo, so I've got to be fucking organised. I would be thinking how to defeat the lion. I would be yeah. going, right, if I stand still, 
Firstly, have I got a fucking slab of meat on me that I could throw at it? <laughs> that would be my first thought because I know how stupid I am. Would I stand still and just work out how to, you know, you just don't know? Yeah. Or the best thing they say is to just keep dodging because it gets fucking sick of you because it can't. If you just run in a straight line, it can get you. Yeah. But if you're dodging, apparently it's really hard for the lion to attack you. Or the cheetah, but I mean, look, they probably kill you anyway. Yeah. Or you find a fucking tree that you can climb into. <laughs> so it's just how you deal with things. So his Mars would be all about um, Piscean creativity. He goes to these places in his head, in in his head a lot, you know. And and that song is the epitome of that. Like it's very imaginative, and it's very fucking I'm going to kill you, which is your moon in Scorpio. So, no, look, I don't mind Phil. Do you have any favourite Phil Collins tracks? I don't. Look, that's probably my favourite one. Yeah. Um, don't mind Land of Confusion. Yeah, no, that's good. Video clip was great. But, yeah, but that's all I can think of at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, there was a lot of cover bands like to do Phil. Jay and I aren't big on Phil. Mm. Uh and he's just sold his back catalogue. Good on him. Yeah. Probably time. Now the next lot of Aquarians, there's three Aquarians in the mm. one band. Jesus Christ, this would have been a ripper of a band to work for. One of my faves. Your favourite band? One of them. Here we go. Okay, so tell me about your relationship with Guns N' Roses. I didn't know you were a huge fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not my absolute fave, but, I mean, I've seen them in concert three times. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did you go the last time they just came out? No. Okay. No, I was at Calder Park. What, in the 80s? In 93. 93, okay. Here's your illusion tour. Wow. With Rose Tattoo and Skid Row. Right. Skid Row were my favourite growing up. Really? Wow. Who was the front man of Skid Row? 
Sebastian Bach. Okay. Yeah. Good voice. Amazing voice. Good voice. I went to see him on Broadway. Shit. Yeah. What Broadway was that? What show? Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, wow. What did he play? Jekyll and Hyde. He had the main. Oh, wow. Yeah, the lead. Fuck. Yeah. He wasn't like Pammy. Have you seen the Pamela Anderson thing? I watched that the other night and, oh. Incredible. I didn't know that she was in Chicago. Well, I think she did Chicago because she was offered it. Yeah, so it was she, only a short run. That's right, but she pretty much learned how to sing and dance. and. Yeah, the clips that I saw, I'm like, I, if I was in New York, I would have gone and seen it with her. Totally. Yeah. It was just inspiring to see her at that age. Not that it's old, but if you've gone broke with the sex tape and your whole life's been fucked up because... You know, they would just happen to be around when technology changed. Yeah. It was out of their control mm. that, you know, no one knew what the fuck was happening. It was like COVID. Yeah. How the fuck is anyone getting this tape you know, on their desktop? How is this <laughs> happening, you know? So I think when she finally finds Chicago and she does it, it's incredible. Yeah. And, and a good challenge for her too. Oh, yeah, and she was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So you really enjoyed that? Yeah, I did. I did. And I love that she was just natural. Mm, without and hair and makeup and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and that was great. I mean, she's aged beautifully even like I know she's had work but. I don't know if she's had much, only in the, the tits. Yeah, it was more the boobs but she would have had fillers and all that sort of shit when she was younger. Uh, maybe. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know, I don't think she looks makeup. like she has. I think it's a good makeup artist. Yeah. Because you can look at people and go, they have shit work, you know? Yeah. Like you look at the latest photos of Madonna and the latest yeah, pictures of, fuck. of Pammy. Fuck and I said to Jay the other week she looks like fucking Ricky from The Mask, which yeah. is the Sher oh. movie. And now there's yeah. memes everywhere about it. Yeah. Ricky from The Mask. I think Madonna's just had enough. I'm not worried about her. And we always talk about her but yeah. – uh, Pamela Anderson, you know, who's, uh, there's a meme going around at the moment and the meme is Susanna Hoff, same age as Madonna, mm. looks incredible. Mm. I think there's so much you can do to polish a turd and then you absolutely fuck the turd. Yeah. And you make it look ugly and that's what's happened. But back on to Guns N' Roses, your favourite player in that band, who's your favourite? Oh, I do like Slash. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So when you first came and saw Rewind 80s, because we used to do a lot of Guns N' Roses because Nick and Brad were from Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. They don't do it anymore because um, the lead singer's in, in New Zealand. Yeah. I did see them a few times oh, too. Oh, you did? Amazing, years ago. weren't they? Yeah. They were really No one good. fucking compares. Yeah. I, like they were world class. I saw them at Ruby's or Suki Lounge. Oh, Brad's band? Yeah. Yeah. So Nick was in that and Brad. Brad yeah. came into Rewind 80s first and then Brad asked Nick if he wanted to. And I think Nick's been in the band now. Fuck, it'd be coming on to six years. It's just flown. Yeah. Plus we had the two years of COVID where we sat there and did nothing. Yeah. And um, what the thing is we just started putting a lot more Guns and Roses in because the boys knew it. Mm. Maddie loves them as well. Yeah. Maddie's a huge fan. Yeah. So we had all the keyboards and stuff, you know, and but we picked the keyboardy songs like Paradise City. Yeah. And then I just had to sing them. And I really enjoy going up there with Axel. Yeah. Into that high range and 
um, I remember when I first started singing Sweet Child of Mine and I was really nervous and, and thinking people would hate it. But they don't care as long as they hear the song and you do it well. Mm, yeah. Fergie did it really well as well with Sla- uh, Slash. Yeah. She, he did, she, I think she did it at the Whiskey in, in um, America with him mm. or something. So you've come to see our band. When was the first gig? Oh, God, years ago. No, so because uh, you used to come to the other puppet show, the other band, you? yeah, yeah. Right. the good old spot. Oh, Jesus, the spot. <laughs> that would be getting like twenty years. Yeah, I reckon. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Still get asked about the spot. I'm only twenty five too, so I don't know how yeah, I got I in. No, you were five, man. <laughs> um, well, that's the thing. The spot is always talked about, but the funny thing is, people talk to me about it and Jay about it, but. All they've tried to do is cover the fact that we were in the band, but mm. it doesn't matter, mate. Yeah. I was in another band after that and that fucking burnt all their business as well. Yeah. When we put Rewind 80s together, we put together the best players and the best mentalities where people wouldn't think they were fucking rock stars mm. in a fucking cover band because yeah. that's not what it's about. You're trying yeah. to give people a good time in the audience. You don't want to be a fuckwit and a lot of them are. You know, they think they're fucking big time. So I wonder what gig it was then because Rewind 80s Look, came way after the fact. Hysteria Lounge in Lilydale. Oh, shit, it might have been. I'm from out that way or maybe the Burvale. That Burvail. was a fucking shithole, that one. Yeah, I, I didn't mind the venue. It was a like, nice little local venue. But that was the venue that said to me one night, this, okay, so I'm running the band now and I negotiate all the fees and stuff. We had an agent. They, I negotiated with the venue, yep, look, you can have the band but we need more drink rider. Right. Because it's, we used to get there at four in the afternoon, set up at six and not go on till like 11. Mm. Maybe it was earlier than four. I think we had to be set up for fucking dinner. One of those stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, didn't put the price up on them. Said as long as you give us more drinks so we can get through the night. Yeah. Anyway, the sun, I don't think they're there anymore. No, they're not. No. And I told them they weren't going to be there. I was really fucking rude. But I am when people are dickheads. Yeah. Anyway, the sun came up to me. And I said, oh, can we get a round of drinks for the band? And he said, oh, you all get one drink each and then you've got to buy your drinks. Are you serious? One drink? Yeah. And I went, what? And Cookie and Maddie were with me and I said, replay, what did you just say? (laughs) This is before Jay. Oh, maybe Jay was away. But maybe Jay hadn't joined yet. It was fucking a long time ago. Mm. I think it was, it was, just it was probably me. around the time that Jay joined, actually. I think it was. He did like the third gig we did there or something. Yeah. That's remember. right. So I say to this kid, who's fully 18, knows fucking nothing. I said, well, that's not the deal, Daffodil. We fucking get a bigger rider because I haven't put the price up. So you ring your dad now and get him on the phone and I'll fucking speak to him and fix this situation. Maddie and Brad just didn't know where to look. They were like, fuck, Sammy's going to go, this little kid. <laughs> he wasn't a kid, he was 19. Yeah. But don't fucking tell a band that's going to be there for eight hours. Yeah. 
you're not going to give him more than one drink or I'll fucking no. No. Anyway, so uh, I said, get your dad on the phone. I want to speak to him right now. And he goes, oh, he's busy. I said, I don't give a shit. I'm not having one drink and there's fucking no way legally you can do that anyway. Mm. So if you want to be fucked over, get your dad on the phone. So I spoke to the dad and he goes, yeah, no worries, Sammy, you can have whatever you want. The son was just trying it on yeah. for the dad to save money. And I said to the son, I give you another six months and you'll be fucking gone. Mm. Now it could have been COVID that killed the venue. No, it's been closed for ages. Really? And it turned into something else, the New Yorker or something. Oh, and yes. And that's gone too. Fucking The place is empty, hole. I think. Shithole. Because I, I live out that way now. So Yeah, right. Okay, so that was the funny thing. And then I just remember thinking we've got to get rid of this agent just fucked up because yeah. I've got a whole clause that says we must have alcohol. Mm. We never abuse alcohol. No. But don't fucking tell a band they can't have alcohol. Yeah. Because that's why we do it. Bottom fucking line. Yeah. Sex, drugs and rock and roll. Not so much drugs but you know, when we were single, that was the only highlight of getting shit money. Yeah. Was that you might get rooted after the gig <laughs> and you can drink. Yeah. The spot is a classic example because when I went in with the spot, with the puppets, I was on $160. God. $160 bucks I was paid by that fucking puppet. Yeah. And the boys were getting more because they had equipment, which sort of isn't how it works. No. So anyway, I then decided I've got to get my own band together because yeah. I always had, I always had my own band. The puppet in the puppet show was in my band. Yeah, it didn't come from him, you know. Yeah, came from Revolver upstairs when we did the music trivia show. So the conversation I'm trying to have is that. I don't even know what conversation I'm trying to have. What were We've we kind of about? gone off track. What yeah, led us no, to this? we have, we have. But that's what used to, you know, that's what happened. Um, we were talking about Guns N' Roses. Yes, Axel Rose, February the 6th, 1962. He's an Aquarian. Now, not only that, Duff McKagan. McKagan? Is that how you pronounce it? McKagan, yeah. McKagan. February the 5th, 1964. Not only that, Stephen Adler, January the 22nd, 1965. Three Aquarians. It kind of makes sense because they were groundbreakers. They were. And it takes a groundbreaking mentality to be the biggest rock band in the world. I've had musos tell me they're fucking rock stars and I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Unless you do it, don't talk to me about it. Yeah. I just, it's, no, you're not. You are in your head. But these guys actually went out and wrote music. They actually did it. They put it out on records. Mm -hmm. They did whatever they needed to do in LA to get where they are. And they're the biggest band in the fucking world. Mm. This is the thing about Aquarians is that they have an energy about them where they just live for the lifestyle. Yeah. They don't go, oh, I might become a banker and then do a band, you know, and hope to God something happens. Yeah. 
They fucking starve. They don't eat for weeks. They probably don't even wash their hair. Mm. And now they're the biggest rock stars in the world. And that's how it used to be in the 80s. See, nowadays we've got reality TV. You don't have to do any of that work. No. It's all done for you. Exactly. And then what happens is they sign, you sign a contract for a year and you're owned for a year Mm. if you get on the TV show and win it. Yeah. I think it's all of them, even if they get in to the audition process, they are on schedule. They they own your Instagram handle and your Twitter handle for a year. Wow. Because you have been in a clip, even if you're a failure, it's just ridiculous. So we're talking old school here. I was interested to hear that there were three Aquarians. Yeah, your first gig probably was that shithole in Lilydale. <laughs> probably. Baronia was the Sookie Lounge, wasn't it? Is that Belgrave. The- Belgrave, yeah. See, that's how much I know. Just past I just Baronia, booked though. them. Not too far. Yeah, yeah. So Belgrave's a bit cooler. Lilydale's yeah. a little bit shopping centre. Yeah, it's a little bit. <sighs> they really I, I, tried, but yeah. I could tell with the owners that they weren't going anywhere. And when. You've put up with so much being in a band as an artist or a singer and you're also running it or you're not even running it, you've got an agency. Mm. It drives you insane to hear shit like that Mm. because you actually aren't negotiating for you. You negotiate on behalf of the six members of the band Mm. that have been there for eight hours, you know. Interesting you bring that that venue up and they've <laughs> gone because gone. I fucking told them they'd be gone. <laughs> I love it when I'm when I'm right because yeah. they didn't think I was at the time. But venues really only have a five-year span. They really only have five years. You'd be yeah. very lucky to get ten. But in the 80s like Chasers went for 20-something years and stuff like that. But I reckon as the years have gone by people really don't know how to run them properly. They just try and save money and put in shit bands Mm. and then they don't get people going there, Mm. you know. The next one we've got, any last words on um, Guns N' Roses? No, just actually what I would love to see, Mm -hmm. Axl Rose autobiography would be interesting. Well, can he spell? I don't know. Was he even, was he even around? I would just be interested to see what actually happened in his words. But does he know what happened? Is he was he I don't drunk? Know. That's why I want to know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that would have already been done if he knew what oh, was maybe. going on. Maybe. Brad met him at the Cherry Bar, our Brad. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. He rocked up at the Cherry Bar after um the gig. I don't in know the what slash gig. Gear? <laughs> No, 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 this is Axel Rose. Yeah, no, but did Brad go in his slash gear? No, 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 fuck no. <laughs> no. No, fuck, he's not like that. Um, so he went to the Cherry Bar and Axel was there. Maybe Steve Adler was there, I don't know, someone else. And Axel was just fingering all the chicks' asses oh, the whole night. Yeah, maybe I don't want and to read that And he didn't now. know because Brad was watching him do it. And my f- other girlfriend, who I won't name, got her ass fingered by him mm. and she told Cookie what had happened and I would believe her yeah. because she's very cute and that's what he went around and did. 
And Brad was like, it was just horrific, like mm. Axel Rose, you know. Um, so I don't know whether it would be worth reading. Yeah, maybe not now. Maybe you could call the book Fingering Ass or something. <laughs> Axel Rose biography. <laughs> the Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when Brad told me. I was like, you're fucking kidding. He what? You know? It's unbelievable. Mm. And this is probably going back into a time where you could do that. Now you get sued. Yeah. But then again, I don't know. It's a cherry bay. You can fucking do whatever you want. Um, but I do remember him saying that. We've got another artist now who's an amazing artist. One of my favourites. Beautiful. Probably the only sort of – I didn't listen to many male singers when I was young, but I would have listened to to Hutchie, who we're going to play now, Michael Hutchins, and uh, let's have a listen. Hutchins. Legend. 22nd of Jan, 1960. Died on the 22nd of November, 1997. Yeah. Very sexy dude. Mm. Very sexy dude. Very charismatic. Great front man. I found him a little weird when they first started. I was a bit Mick Jagger vibes. I was a mm. bit like, a bit too Mick Jagger. But he eventually grew into yeah. his own skin. I mean, look, he's amazing. He was a natural, like. I think he's born on the same day as Steve Adler, 22nd of Jan. Yeah. Mm. Shares a birthday with Steve Adler, Mm. which is great. Yeah, look, favourite in excess songs? Oh, Burn For You. Burn For You, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, Burn For You. Good. And I'd probably say Original Sin. Yeah, great. So you were a swing girl. Oh, it's a swing. It's well, a thing like a pendulum. That's more what I you remember saw on the TV from the eighties. Yeah, because you are a bit younger. I was only a kid. Yeah, you know. But around that time, I, when did that come out? Eighty three. Yes. Yeah. So I would have been eighty three, eighty four, maybe. Yeah, I would have been about seven. Yeah, that's young. So. Oh, you must be the same age as Jay. I was born in 76. No, you're two years older than Jay. Okay. Yeah, but you're very close. Yeah. There is a difference. You do remember things and you go, oh, shit, you know. Yeah. Wow. Well, I loved The Swing. I thought The Swing was an amazing album. We actually did The Swing on uh, one of our other podcasts. We did the album Yeah, you did a review. Actually, some of my favourite episodes have been the In Excess episode 
uh, and the swing. Yeah. Episode. I'm just going to find out what number they were because um, I just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Okay, just keep walking. In excess in the eighties, episode eighty four. Yep. The swing, episode eighty four is a good one, guys. Have a listen to that. Go back to that if you wish. The swing, the swing is probably one of my favourite eighties albums. You know. Hmm. Swing. Where do we put? Hmm. I think it was pretty early on. Yeah, I think we did the In Excess special first and then we did this – or maybe the other way around. can't remember. But, yeah, have a look on our episodes. No, In Excess episode comes up but the other one doesn't. It's probably because the In Excess episode is being looked at a lot more. But there is a swing episode as well, guys, so look into that. Anything that I talk about on the show will be in the notes anyway, you know what I mean, like gigs and stuff like that you can find in the notes. Yeah, did you then go back and look at the other records or how did it work for you? As in the In, in Excess. Excess records? Yeah. Not really. Right. Um, I wasn't really into them when I was younger. I was more... The hair metal bands, you know. Really? I was, yeah. And did you have the hairstyles to go with the hair metal bands? No. Nah, you didn't I was do a dog. any of that? Right. Nah. So you will just. I just had the black t shirts and. Right. Okay. <laughs> bring a black t shirt now, but not a band one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's right. <laughs> I w- I'm interested to know because people either went one way or the other. They didn't change their look for the hair metal? Yeah. Or they did? Yeah. Even if they weren't. I've never been big into, you know, doing up my hair. The cloning. Or, yeah. Mm. Like the the most I did was, you know, maybe a flanny jacket or flanny shirt. Flanny. I oh, know. I was a bit of a bogan. Yeah. <laughs> it's very Aussie. Do you think people know what a flannel jacket is overseas? I don't know. Maybe they think it's like a face washer. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. It's a face washer jacket. Uh, so flannel letters like your... Tartan, isn't it, really? Yeah, but I can't remember what they call it over there. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a good thing. Well, that was right and, and there was a cheap option when we had kids. We didn't have any money, any money when we were kids. No. To go to Portman's every week. Like I went to Portman's when I could but very rarely. Like I always went to Portman's after I had my birthday and I got birthday money and you might have been able to afford a shirt or a pair of bobby socks or something. You I know. think I was mostly Target. <laughs> really? No, yeah. I went the expensive Portman Sports yeah. Girl Chadston Shopping Centre. And I used to go to the markets. Oh, yeah, the markets were huge. They were in the 80s. Like, you, you know, you could buy like everything was just so cheap. And you could get it a lot cheaper than what you saw at the big shops. Yeah. Like I must have brought 500 pairs of fluorescent socks at the market. Yeah. But I always lived out in the suburbs, so we I'd have to get the tra- the you know, the tram in or Yeah, same. Or the train. Which was a long way in those days. Yeah. But God it was worth it. Yeah. And we had local markets as well. Like I grew up in the east and there was like Croydon Market, which is no longer there. It's just now a little shopping centre and Ringwood Market, which is now Costco. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But they did have those little markets and... Caribbean near you, Caribbean market? Not far, but I didn't really go there. That was that was a bit harder to get to. 
Mm. When yeah. you're a kid, like. Well, my parents took me to the Caribbean all the time. Yeah. You know. But uh, I, I didn't enjoy the Caribbean market. People love it though now still. Isn't it still around? I think it is. Mm. But, yeah, like I said, it was not somewhere I ever really went. I've only been there a couple of times in my life. Yeah. But markets were big to go shopping. Yeah. You know, and like then you'd jeans see. Jeans and. Yeah, that's right. You would. You'd buy <laughs> fucking jeans. All the T-shirts have been hanging wash. up like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All from the, the band shirts. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. God, yeah. yeah. You got a few Skid Row T-shirts from there? Probably. No. Probably. <laughs> Skid Row. <laughs> Bon Jovi t-shirts. I'm, actually, I've mostly bought my t-shirts from concerts. Yeah, of course. Well, that's good because that yeah. means the artist is getting the money. Yeah. But occasionally I've found some at the markets as well, but mostly from, from yeah, the concerts. Yeah. And I've still got all of them. Yeah, because you are a real live music lover. Yeah. You love it. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't necessarily go to a disco and hang out. You'd prefer to see a live band. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I liked both, but uh, a live band is always great. Yeah. You know, you get more atmosphere and, and stuff like that. So Michael Hutchins, yeah, look, The Swing is an incredible album. I got The Swing, I've said this a million times, uh, I won it on E on FM with a whole lot of other records and I just loved the cover. It just looked so exciting. Yeah. And then... Especially Michael. Like Michael was the hottest. Yeah. But I loved the colours and I loved the artwork. It was really cool. So then from there I went, uh, sort of like the next album, but I didn't mind Kick, but Swing's always been the one. Yeah. Before that's incredible as well. But, yeah, Michael Hutchins, also another innovator. Mm. People loved him. He could sing. He had an incredible range. People still struggle singing in excess yeah. songs. Yeah. I cringe at some people. Have you seen someone do in excess that has been shocking? Yeah, I'm not naming names, but yeah. Really? And you know the name? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's like me on Monday morning. When I woke up on Monday morning, I had a phone call about this 80s cruise that happened, just gone. Yeah. And they're like, who the fuck is that shit band on? Like, they're asking me who the shit band is on the cruise. And I'm like, well, I don't know. What do they look like? Well, the guy looks like he's ripping off Jay and I went, oh, okay. <laughs> I know exactly who they are. Yeah. Fucking shit. Why aren't you on there, right? That was the first phone call. Then I said, "That's a, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. And she said, I've said your name a thousand times. Apparently it's a three-day thing. Yeah, I think you go just out go to around. sea and then yeah, come back. Yeah. I've done one of those but it right. was just, it wasn't a theme. Yeah. Um, but if you guys were ever to do a cruise... Let me know. Yeah, well, this is the I theme cruise cruising. and apparently they had this band on um, and they think they're rock stars. Mm. Fucking this is the problem. No one thinks we're a rock star in our band. It's We do it for the love of the music, you know, because mm. they're young. They look too young. You can't be too young in an 80s band because most of your clientele is 45 to 60. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome. Or they're bringing their kids as well and they love it. Yeah. If you were, say, 25 to 30, no one believes you because you haven't lived it. Mm. And there's just certain things you need to do as a front person with this music to make it appealing. And this was the main comments I was getting. And I said, oh, right, okay. So I rang 
um, a friend of mine and said, you know, can you just check out this guy and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that happened. Then my drummer Nick rang me and said, oh, Sammy, friend of mine went to the cruise on the weekend and said the same thing. Yeah. Who the fuck are the band? Guys, we can only do so many gigs and I'm not a huge cruise person. I'm I'm like Maddie did Pseudo Echo with I think it was Pseudo Echo. It might have been the Absolute 80s band. It might have been 90, a few other bands. Yeah. John Paul Young, stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. God, it might have even been John English before he wow. passed. So he did that. Now all I could go with Maddie with Suits because this is before I joined Suits and I didn't want to go on the cruise. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stay home. It's, it was like 10 days. Oh, wow. In 10 days if I'm not on my phone to take shows, I lose money, you know. Yeah. And we had shows in yeah. Melbourne. And I said, no, you go. So Maddie took his sister on the cruise and they had a great time. Yeah. But it's just not my thing. But for three days I could suffer it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I looked into because I thought, oh, three days wouldn't be that bad. I could do a cruise around Sydney Harbour or whatever. It's just a piss up. Yeah. But I still get scared of getting COVID. Yeah. Because you're in a tin can. But do you know what? I've been on a couple of cruises now. Yep. And the first one I went on was a 12-nighter. Jesus. Yeah. So I was thrown into the deep end as so to speak. Yeah. And I was amazed with how clean the place was. Wow. I mean, walking around the ship, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. This was 2015. Oh, was this? Oh, wow. This was way before COVID was even well, thought of. Well, I think of. they got worse though. I think they were great and then they got worse and then they got really bad. Even when you go into the public toilets on the mm. cruise, there's paper towel for you to take right. and open the door handle. Right. Oh, and wow. chuck in the bin on your way out. Mm. So, yeah, they, they're a lot cleaner than what people say they are. Yeah, right. And like you if just you're going to get COVID, get... you're going to get COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I can say that because I've never had it. <laughs> well, I haven't had it either. This is the thing. Touch wood. I think when you haven't had it, you're even more cautious because yeah. you don't want to break the, you don't want the, to break the, the lucky streak. Break the seal. <laughs> everyone I know has had it. Yeah. I didn't know you hadn't had it either. No, I haven't had it. Ah, oh, that's awesome. There you go, yeah. which is really good. I think, yeah, but Michael Hutchins, we were talking about him. Anyway, so thank you for your calls about this cruise on the weekend. I have heard <laughs> all about it. I'm looking into it. Hopefully we can fix the situation. Apparently Prinny was on there, the fucking Australian or the voice chick singing, what did she sing? Some song she didn't know the lyrics to. Oh, I've heard it all. They were shit, blah, blah, blah. Got onto the guy that books it. They don't book the other band but they book other stuff. Ah, okay. And they didn't have any like 80s rock stars. Like They were were looking to put on Brian Mannix and I think something happened there where Brian couldn't do it. But, yeah, really interesting Um how people come back and tell you things and, mm. oh, dudes, you know, you just have to just, you know, if you're not happy you can always tell management and stuff. That's all very good. Now we're going to go with a commercial now. Now this is a Ripper commercial and it's funny. It's not very Aquarian 
but we decided because you've come around for coffee this afternoon and now Jay's not here and I'm like, do you want to do a show? I actually woke Maddie up and said, um, should we wait until tomorrow? And he goes, no, we need to do a show tonight because we didn't do one last week, guys. We really apologise for that. But Jay had a birthday and we had two days rehearsal with Pseudo Echo and it was just really hard to fit around that weekend. We just had to get into rehearsals with Suits because we've got the next start of the tour in March at Crown Casino. But, yeah, let's have a listen to this 80s commercial. Here we go. Children. Time for your bath. You and your family deserve life's little luxuries. Some you can afford only now and again, but some you can afford every day of your life. Imperial leather. Ooh, the Caribbean looks nice. Simon, the Caribbean. Caribbean it is. A little luxury your whole family can enjoy every day. Imperial leather. Awesome commercial. Talking of being at sea. God, that is <laughs> a good a segue. That was a really good segue. Wow. I can still picture that yacht. Yeah. Now, Imperial leather was a stupid fucking name for a song. <laughs> What's imperial it's, leather? Is this made out of leather, out of animals? Yeah, that's right. Probably, but. Possibly was. <laughs> um, but I didn't like the name of it as a kid. But the commercials were great. Yeah. I remember it, it always had that sticker on it. Well, there was the Caribbean looks nice. And then the first one, which could be 81, was Tahiti looks nice. I yeah. think that was <laughs> imperial leather as well. I think there was a couple. Because it was a big time. ad. It was a big commercial. People loved it because it was about in the commercial, we'll put it in our notes for you guys, I think the kids, they're on this spaceship or something and the kids are on water slides in the backyard area. So it's based on this sci-fi house that's sort of in the middle of, you know, I don't know, I think it's in space or sort of not, you don't see that but you kind of think that's where your head goes. And then they're planning their next holiday to go to wherever, Caribbean or Tahiti. And it was really good for your imagination because you were like, well, what are these people doing? Yeah. Washing themselves in a bath on this spaceship. <laughs> I mean, I used to love it and it became a really huge ad. Yeah, I don't really remember but I was pretty young then. I was probably watching The Muppets or something. Yeah, well, the thing it did, it was – it did sell the soap because – it looked like expensive soap that mm. not everyone could afford. So you'd get it in case you had people over because <laughs> in the 80s you wanted to be better than everyone else. Yeah, they used to be able to buy those seashell soaps and oh. people always had things like that for company. Exactly. Yeah. So and the seashell soaps we brought at the fairs or the fates at our school <laughs> for our parents for Christmas and shit. <laughs> oh, God. God, did my mum and dad get enough of those soaps? Soap was a big gift in the 80s when you were a kid. It was. 70s and 80s really because we'd go to our school fete and they'd have these people make handmade stuff. So it was either a kettle holder, a warmer. God, that's going back, Mm. a kettle warmer. Like a tea cosy type. Tea cosy thing. (laughs) Soap handkerchiefs. Yes. What else did we fucking have at school fetes? Oh, besides Maybe that sort of thing. Maybe we used to make um, oven mitts or 
Yeah, and there were like, like a little square. hand towels. Yeah, and stuff like that. Like you'd get that for your parents. And tea that towels. Was five cents, ten cents, and yeah. then you were rocking because you just felt so good as a kid yeah. that you'd brought a gift for your parents because yeah. you couldn't afford anything and it wasn't their doing. Yeah. They weren't – like it was, it was okay to get your dad a gift if your mum was there but it was something else to get your parents a gift when no one was there. Yeah, yep. Even if they gave you 20 – that's right. You brought it with your own pocket money. Even if they gave you 20 cents or – like my dad would give me five cents to put in the social service tin every day and I used to think that was just great. Mm. Five cents was nothing but in those days it was. Yeah. So you would feel really special like you'd done your shopping, you know, on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. What we used to think as kids. Yeah. You know, and then – it wasn't – it was just wasn't as the same. Like if you – picking your dad's present or whatever and then mum would have to pay for it, it was just a bit more special to get the crappy soaps and stuff. Yeah. Because you – and your parents loved it because you'd actually put some thought into it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Nowadays people don't put any thought into it. They just spend shitloads of money or G- give, gift cards. That's exactly right. Yeah. Which really or says cash. couldn't give a fuck. Here's your gift card. I'm just, but it doesn't really. It's just. No, you, I've got to the point now where it's like I can't think of anything. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got everything you need. Yeah, that's right. That's why even Christmas, my sister and I got our parents those tickets to Legends in Concert. Exactly. And I ended I up driving just, because mum yeah. doesn't drive at night at and she night. doesn't like driving in the city. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I was just about to say that. What I usually do with my parents is get them some accommodation somewhere Yeah, at one of the theatre shows and they love it. Yeah. Because then they don't have to pay for it. Like sale, I get the girls at sale to just throw in another room for my parents and I'll throw them some tickets and they'll go, no worries, Sammy, just pay for the five rooms for the band mm-hmm. and your mum and dad's room's on us and yeah. we'll come to the gig. So we do a little bit of a negotiation thing there, which is fine. Yeah. You know, that's, and the rooms are beautiful at yeah. the, what's it called, the Matador? The Matador, yeah. In sale. Yeah, it's really wedge. good. So good. So I usually get them things like that mm. where they can experience something. Yeah. More so than a physical, I don't know. Yeah. I'd rather that. That's what I normally do for my nephew and niece even after the age of 10, I ran out of ideas for them. So I'd take them to a musical. Yeah. Like theatre. Yeah, yeah. Or we went and stayed at Over Newton Castle. What is that? It's in Keelor. Keelor? Yeah, it's a really old castle, Scottish oh castle. Oh, God. And it was a really good experience. We stayed in like a little cabin on the grounds and they just sat, <laughs> they sat up all night just watching Planes Land. Oh, that sounds amazing. Because it was really close to the airport and we had like a little kangaroo come up to the... Oh, that would... Manny wouldn't be into that shit too. Yeah. Oh, it's a really cool place. I've been there. They do high teas and stuff like that. Okay. And they actually filmed a movie out there Mm -hmm. in the 80s and they played it, I think it was like Halloween a couple of years ago, probably three or four years ago now. And I went and saw it with Mark and Mary Lou. Right. And what was the 80s movie they filmed out there? I think it was called Next of Kin. Oh. I think John Jarrett was in it. Wow. Um, I can't remember who else at the moment. Probably. What's it called? Next of Kin. No, no, what's the place oh, called? Over Newton Castle. They do a lot of weddings and oh, yeah. 
and things like that. But it's a beautiful place. Yeah, well, I booked two weddings on Valentine's Day for Rewind 80s. Yep. So happy Valentine's Day to us. <laughs> and it's great. One of them's in Mornington Peninsula, beautiful on the cliff kind of a thing. There's some amazing places you can get married at if yeah. you want to do that. Yeah. You know? And that sounds like a good place as well. Oh, it's beautiful. All right, let's look at our next artist. Oh, this guy is the best singer ever. And we both love this song. Let's give it a give it a whirl. Sherry. Amazing song. I love it. Beautiful. And we've got our Patreon in the band room tonight, good old Jules. <laughs> She's been a Patreon since the start of the show. Pretty much. Comes out to all our gigs. It's just happened. We need a show, so I've gone get on the mic. We were having coffee and very impromptu. She's made some beautiful lemon biscuits <laughs> that I've had about 50 of. <laughs> Won't need any dinner tonight. <laughs> Maddie's asleep. Um, Steve Perry. Now, Steve Perry is also 22nd of Jan. Another one. Another one. What's going on with that day? Yeah. What was in the water? Unbelievable. Incredible singer. Another innovator. So the high range was huge. You know what I mean? Like he had an amazing range. People try and sing, just a small down girl. And you go, fuck, (laughs) here we go, another fucking goon. Um, but Oh Sherry is one of my favourite tracks yeah. of the 80s. I didn't realise at the time it came out. I wasn't too sure about it. But I love the video because the video is like it's in a theatre show where he's watching her do theatre on a stage and he's sitting on the staircase wishing she was with him or they've had a fight or something. Do you know, I don't think I've actually ever oh, seen it. no, the video's great. Hmm. So... I'm going to have homework tonight. You will, you will. <laughs> so at the start of the video, if you see the video, I think there's a trumpet or something that goes and it's the start of this theatre show, which is sort of like a medieval thing, I think, from memory. Ah, oh, okay. Steve starts miming, he's all sad um, and he sits on the staircase out front of this, I don't know, theatre I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. and he's singing about the actress. Really good video. Hmm. Really, really good video and a great song. Oh, amazing. And it's in the Rock of Ages, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. So we did, years ago with Red One Daddies, we did Starlight Foundation and we did a Rock of Ages theme. Okay. 
So we put in this song for that and we also did, I think we had a few songs we'd already done with the Rock of Ages. What are the other songs on Rock of Ages? Oh, Harden Your Heart, um, Sister Christian. No, there's like other um, stuff. Yeah, the one you were just saying, Small Town Girl. What's that is that in again? it though? Yeah, it is. Ah, maybe we did that as well, but I don't know if I would have done to Steve Perry, even though that was another band. Uh, oh, that Rock of Ages. So yeah. we did Rock of Ages. There was another one though, but we did a couple of tracks, and uh, I really wanted to do O Sherry because of that. Jukebox Hero, Paradise City, yeah. Rock of Ages. Um. Hit me with your best shot we did. Yes, yeah, Sister Christian, yeah. you're right. I want to know what love is. Pour some sugar on me. <laughs> I think we did pour some sugar on me as well. Although that there was no Def Leppard in the actual stage show. Really? Yeah. They even said it at the start as part of the opening and don't ask for. They said that? Yeah. Oh, they said something like we didn't get the rights for Def Leppard. <laughs> oh, no, okay, really? <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it was all a bit gaggy and it was. So much funnier than the actual movie. Now that's an interesting point you bring yeah, up. There's different songs. There's different cast, like different characters. Mm. See, that's the thing. You now with our show, we show a lot of the video clips. It's very hard to get the rights for those mm. video clips yeah. because you have to pay for them and you yeah. have to be accepted. Yeah, it's not just put the fucking video on and then if you're busted, you're busted and you fucking you get fined. Yeah, right. So Abba's big on not giving the rights, and I think the BGs are pretty big as well. So during COVID, I asked for twenty songs for videos, and I got eleven of them. Wow! I'd never assumed I'd get girls just want to have fun. Yeah, or Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. And we got them both. Now, I don't think, maybe things have changed a bit, but you sometimes can't do certain songs in theatre shows because you cannot, you're not allowed to play the songs. Yeah. Now, with us, we play in front of the video, so you're not hearing the sound, but it doesn't matter. You still can't use a video yeah. unless you've got a licence. Yeah. So that's why I love our show because we were given permission to use some of the biggest songs in the world. Yeah. If they watch your show and they don't like it, they won't let you use their video clip yeah. because you're fucking with their career. It's interesting to see what the other goons are doing yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they'll go, nah. I've heard the promos. I don't really want to go spend the money to find out for you though. No, no. I already know. I don't have to, you know, I already know. But um, beautiful song, Oh Sherry, Steve Perry, 22nd of Jan. Um, he is, what year is he? Good old Steve. He'd be a bit older, I'm assuming. Didn't even write him down. <laughs> Bloody hell. Steve Perry, look, um, one of the best, best vocalists around and people can't sing like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. 1949, yeah. So he's a wow. lot, he's a lot older. That's almost my dad's age. Yeah. And you know what the fucking thing is? The older these people get, they're still touring. Yeah. And the Rolling Stones were one of the highest money earners this year as well. So they are what, a hundred? Mm. 
500 between them. I don't know. I don't know. And even (laughs) they are the highest money earners just through live shows, Mm. which is great because they had the death of their drummer as well. Yes. But the older you get, if you've had hit singles, the bigger you're always going to be. Yeah. Because people are always going to buy your music and really we're not that interested in stuff that's out now, you know. You can tell by watching the Grammys. You know, it's a boys club now. I didn't even bother. Oh, I just thought I'll give it a go. I'll have a little look and I got to one song and went, what the fuck is this? You know, that... Like, fucking shut up, you know. Be, you know, I want to hear... Bumbleo. I don't want to hear anything, right? Bumbleo. All right, so... The next great Aquarian we have is, of course, just before we wrap up the show, the second part of Wham! Here we go. You got soul on the door. You're gonna have a good time down on the line. You got soul on the door. Hey everybody, take a look at me. I've got street credibility. I may not have a job, but I have a good time with the boys that I meet down on the line. Says D H S S. Matter of the method given is the very best. Yeah. B1, B2, make a claim, sign your names, all you have to do. Well, folks will be a drag if work ain't your bag. And when you let them know you're more dead than alive in a nine to five, then they say you've got to go and get yourself a job or get out of this house. Get yourself a job or you a matter of mouse. A finger in each ear, you pretend not to hear. Gotta get some space, get out of this place. Andrew Ridgely. Very catchy song. Oh, amazing. <laughs> uh, are you a huge Wham fan? I wouldn't say huge, but, you know, I like the the usual songs. The hits. Yeah. yeah. Do you like Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go? Bit over it. Yeah, 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 but yeah. People love it still, I, though. I don't hate it. Um, I hate it. Yeah. I prefer this style. Yeah. I love this. I love Club Tropicana as well. So yeah. he was Andrew John Ridgely, born the 26th of Jan, 1963. Another one for the 26th too. Who else was the 26th? Uh, the first one. Ooh. I think. I need the light on. I can't even read anything anymore. It's got dark all of a sudden. I'm pretty sure. David Bowie. Was it David Bowie or? Eddie Van Halen, you're right. Oh, Eddie, Eddie Van, Van Halen. Halen. David Bowie, of course, was a an Aquarian. I don't think we mentioned much about David. No, we didn't. Idiots. So David Bowie we opened with on the show with the Labyrinth. Yes, so Andrew Ridgely, amazing guy to George Michael. Yeah. Very loyal and songwriter. Yeah. With George. 
and they I think they grew up at school and everything, so that was pretty ma- amazing. And uh, still kicking it now, 60 years of age. Good on you, Andrew. Which makes sense. So, look, that's still fairly young. Like, people are now touring until they're 70. Yeah. Like, we've seen it, you know. And beyond um, even. And beyond and I think 60 is still young when it comes yeah. to being on stage. It is now that we're getting closer to that than <laughs> the well, 20. Well, <laughs> they never used to do it though. Oh, yeah. maybe your Tom Joneses and your Frank yeah. Sinatras did it. Yeah. But a lot of them sort of just did whatever, yeah. you know, after about 50 because it's hard slog. Touring's yeah. a hard slog. You yeah. have to get on a plane. You have to go on sleepless nights, Deal you know. jet the lag body, and touring and exactly. performing and The body yeah. doesn't like Not it. Not knowing what city you're in. Well, yeah, that's right. You have to be told half the time, yeah. you know. But very, very good. So this is our Age of Aquarius uh, podcast. Have you had a good time on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah. a bad little show. Um, we'll get you back eventually later on down the track. Yeah, when Jay turns up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, that's right. We'll, we'll all be good though. But yeah. uh, Maddie did want to put something out tonight because it is our Thursday night and we usually put something out. Now, if you would like to join the 80s montage, we would so appreciate it. You can subscribe on any platform. We are on that many platforms with the 80s Montage. The easiest thing to do is to Google the 80s Montage podcast and you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. That's always good. While you're on Apple, if you really like the show, give us a five-star review. Click on five stars and also just write, hey, we thought the, the show about the Aquarian Aquarians of the 80s was really cool. Can we have one on Virgo or something? Say yeah. whatever you need, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get on there. Subscribe. If you want to become a Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast and you can become a Patreon. Now, like Julie has become a Patreon. Do She's it. now a podcaster. <laughs> do it, guys. Join the do club. Do it, do it. Yeah, join the club. Come on board and become a Patreon. You can uh, give us... Some money to keep the lights on, which is a dollar fifty. You <laughs> know, they're not on at the moment. They're not on at the moment. That's right. But the machine is. And we if you become th- a Patreon, Sammy yeah. might let you be on the podcast. Well, yeah, after about six <laughs> years, maybe. Uh, no, no, that ba- basically become a Patreon. It really helps us keep the lights on. And I was just telling Jules before that this machine, this podcast machine, which is the road machine, we got through subscriptions, which is awesome. So it's basically helps us become just more efficient. Well, not so much efficient. Well, no efficient because I just have to give the machine to Maddie and he can dump it and he doesn't have to add music and all that bizzo. And it looks really cool. It's really good. It's like a little radio station. Um, You can also buy us a coffee, which is a a nice little thing. Buyusacoffee.com, the 80s montage. What we're going to do in October this year we're thinking maybe the bird's basement. I've got to sort it out. We're going to have a 200th episode celebration. So we're going to have Rewind 80s Band there. We're going to be doing 80s songs. We're going to be having some DJing and a disco and some music trivia and stuff like that to celebrate our 200th, 200th episodes. So if you are interested in becoming a Patreon for $1.50 a month, 
The reason why that's really good is because we know where you are and we can stalk you for the no, that's not true. <laughs> we know where you are and we can invite you to these get these parties. And I well. can't wait. So we're doing one in Melbourne and one in Sydney at this stage. We're not sure where else. It just depends on what venues are available and the size of them because we don't want something too big but we don't want something too small as well. And it will be like a night where we do a live show. We might do an hour live show, mm. might open with the band and have the band on the show as well. So it'll be really special. But you have been listening to the 80s montage tonight. Thank you so much for listening. I am Sammy and this is Julie. And she's filling in <laughs> for Jay tonight just so we can get something out there for you guys because it's been a little bit of a couple of weeks where we haven't had anything out. But thank you so much for your support. Keep downloading, keep Loving the 80s montage. Like, share, review, rate, do what you need to do and we will see you again next week with a new episode. And thank you for having me. My pleasure, Treasure. Yeah, look, look, we see you every all the time anyway. Yeah. But we've started off this show in the light and now it's dark so maybe <laughs> it's time to, to give it up for today. But thanks for watching. We will uh, – thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. <laughs> We will speak to you soon and if it's music, mateys, or cool shit from the 80s, we're going to talk about it. Unreal. Yay. Yeah.